Hey there, Nicole. <laughs> Hi, Candace. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited about today's topic. I feel like in the in the best way we always say that, but this one, <laughs> this one, we do. Yeah. Well, I, I am not going to lie. I'm not really, I'm going to find another word for it. I am, I'm, I've been anticipating us talking about this topic. I feel vulnerable talking about this topic. See what I did there. But I am looking forward to the discussion and the points that emerge both from us and then from just the conversation that is, has been started around vulnerability but just kind of how we can in this current time lean into it and utilize it as a strength because I truly, truly believe it is one of our biggest strengths. So yes, I totally agree. I feel like vulnerability, I'm so excited to talk about this topic because I feel like this is the foundation of everything that we talk about and vulnerability is what allows us to create really great things in our lives, which is really what we're going to get into and talk about today. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like this topic, like how did this topic come up for you recently? What sparked the interest in vulnerability? I mean, it's funny because we, we thought about this a week or two ago, but then since we, since for me, I guess, I knew that we were going to be talking about it. I've just seen examples of it play out in my life every single day. You know, possibly every single hour in some way. And that's the cool, mm-hmm. in the weird, cool thing about it is that, like you said, I feel like vulnerability is almost one of those staple emotions that where you can really root a lot of other feelings or reactions or beliefs down to like vulnerability or fear or love. You know, like it's just... It all kind of comes mm-hmm. down to a few of them. And yeah, so I, I, I remember originally thinking about doing this because I was working, I was in the middle of working on this big proposal project and I hadn't really knuckled down and gotten into my Candace researcher presentation, uh, you know, student mindset in a while, probably since I really did my thesis last year. And it was all just like, it was kind of like a 10 day, much like my thesis, it was like a 10 day binge of just research and putting together this idea. And it was such a big vision and felt so big and like a leap, but something that I was also so excited about. It was like at the inception of that idea, like as soon as that idea was downloaded into like my heart and my head, I was equal parts like fucking ecstatic. And then also terrified and so vulnerable because I was admitting that I wanted something bigger. And I was admitting also that like, I was very well along the path to get it. Like I was not that far and I am not that far from getting it. So that's where I was like, oh my God, this is not actually feasible And like, I can do this and it feels huge, but like, it gets me really excited. And that's from there, it was vulnerability central. And then I remember also had my, my former thesis supervisor was like speaking so much love and support and motivation into me. It was, she was truly just like, I think this is a great idea. Like, please let me help you. I want to, you know, 
please send me you know, a draft of your proposal before you submit it. And I'd love to look over it. I'd love to basically being a full cheerleader, which was just the shot to the heart that was absolutely needed then. But part of that was that I agreed to hand over <laughs> the first draft of my proposal to her like two days before I had to submit this. And totally. oh my gosh, when I, I literally sent that over, I couldn't even, like I hovered over the send for a little bit to be like, oh my gosh, what if she, am I doing this? Like I, <laughs> like I was just like, honestly, like flow of streamline this proposal with research in like five days and then just put it out there. And I was like, and if this person that I value and that I look up to so much I'm giving her the opportunity to rip me to shreds right now. And she needs, like, I'm literally asking her for constructive feedback, but also in the vulnerable mindset that feels like I am asking a person just to, like, rip me apart if they want to. Those were probably like, the most vulnerable bits. And then, of course, when I finally had, had to open her feedback, also seeing that it was pretty good feedback. That was like, mm. okay. And then to submit it that whole process for me was just a huge lesson in how vulnerability comes up for me and how I, how ha I have dealt with it before and how I'm choosing to deal with it now. Hmm. I, that is just so perfect. That is a perfect example of how vulnerability plays itself out in this life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, that is why I love, talking about vulnerability and digging into it because I really feel like being vulnerable is where the magic happens in our life like that is where the best things in our yeah. life come and you were saying it was a moment of expansion you had to step out of your comfort zone and also the need for empathy and love and support through that like where your thesis advisor was giving that to you that's something I want to dive into a little bit later in this is how when we're being vulnerable, that's what we want to be met with. And a lot of the time that's mm -hmm. not what we're met with, or we have experiences in, in our past where we weren't met with that. So then we're afraid to be more vulnerable. And like, mm -hmm. just like the emphasis on possibly being seen in a light that you don't want to be seen in is where the vulnerability comes from and like not being yeah. able to handle <laughs> what you're trying to do like that is so that act of vulnerability is a challenge I feel like a lot of us face well yeah and how you said that because I think for me vulnerability f formerly and most of it now still comes up as judgment and what you when you said handle like not being able to handle it's the illusion it's the fear that I cannot handle what that other person is going to say to me. Mm -hmm. And that for me, that was like the vulnerability is like, I knew and I couldn't like, I, I, I keep thinking you past said, cause I like think of little Candace and I'm like, I know I was reactive as shit. Like if someone said something, I would make sure it could hurt me in some way. And I would make sure it was some type of critique. Yeah. And so I learned to like, it, it just felt vulnerable anytime I opened myself up to any type of possible judgment because I was like, can I handle this? Mm -hmm. And now because I've one started to reframe how I see vulnerability and wear it as a, as strength and how to see when strategically, when it comes up for me, 
but also because I've just done so much work around emotional intelligence and compassion and showing myself love and also a future redefining, like setting boundaries. And it's, it's built up my armor so that I know, oh, I can handle whatever is on the other side of this message or this mm-hmm. email. When I, when I sit down now and I say, what am I scared of? I'm like, oh, I'm scared of their response. I'm scared they're going to say this, this, this. Then I actually go through their scenarios and I'm like, yeah, that would be uncomfortable as shit, but I can handle it. Mm. I'm at that place. I'm like, I can handle it. And I think that's where for the judgment around vulnerability, that's where I'm like, okay, like I feel vulnerable. And that usually means like you said, that I'm just simply stepping out of my comfort zone. And even most usually it's, it's me thinking that I'm vulnerability used to feel like I'm so fragile and I'm stepping into a place that could cause me more harm. Mm. And we'll go into definitions in a little bit, but I feel like now vulnerability is my indicator. I'm choosing it to be my indicator of I'm simply stepping out of my comfort zone and I'm opening myself up to growth that I don't even know is possible for me yet. And with that can come a lot of good shit. And I'm going to choose to focus on that side of vulnerability rather than the, but what if side of vulnerability. Yes. And I feel like we're going to talk about the queen, the queen of the topic vulnerability, which is Brene Brown. We're going to bring in some Brene Brown. And before we do that, I think Brene Brown is her approach to vulnerability, which I love is the need in order to connect with one another, we need vulnerability. I think the vulnerability can also be a need to connect with ourselves, a need to ask ourselves what it is we want, ask ourselves, even though I might not be accepted by the people around me, can I accept myself and still ask for it anyway, still do what it is I want to do anyway, still put myself out there and go after the things that I want. And it's ultimately like, yes, it helps us connect with other people and allows us to receive like the best things in life and I think it ultimately like teaches us that we are strong enough it brings us down to like our core of I can handle this like look at every time I lean into vulnerability I feel like this is a lesson I've learned personally every time I lean into it I notice how much more I'm capable of I realize the more I'm uncomfortable the more I expand and vulnerability exactly like and I think we talked about this a little bit in like the fear episode of it's an indicator of growth, of personal growth, and it's an indicator, like a place where mm-hmm. we can lean in and learn so much more about ourselves in those moments. So I love that. Um, I also, speaking of I, things that I love, I was thinking it's just become our, like, I feel like our catchphrase is just like, oh, I love that. <laughs> like we, that's the new drinking game for anybody. If you guys have been playing along, it's just anytime one of us responds to what the other person said with love, love that. that. Oh yeah, love that for you. But it's also directive. It's like, love, love that. that. Hey, you find something you, you don't mm-hmm. love that. Um, we're just gonna coin that now. So <laughs> we did kind of go around, but we love to do a definition. So of course I looked up like, okay, what what is vulnerability? Vulnerability, the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed. Either physically or emotionally. Again, the quality 
or state of being exposed to the possibility. Mm. This just the state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. And you know it's okay. So I'm just gonna go spoiler alert. I'm gonna go on a little <laughs> bit of a tangent. But I just been I've just been seeing and reading more about quantum physics and the quantum and different timelines and like stretching, trying to grow and stretch my understanding of the world, right? And I just, it, it pulled me out of this definition because it's like the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being blank, blank, blank. It's like in the quantum, everything is a possibility. You know, that's why it's like anything is possible. It's already happened probably in another timeline like it's all possible so it's almost our vulnerability is just our limited pointed times that we are like oh this this feels vulnerable that that could maybe possibly happen and it's like bitch that could always possibly happen but now you're just aware of it and choosing to look at that usually like negative thing that could happen yes but i will say too and I don't think it goes with these other definitions, but I will say vulnerability absolutely can be the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of something going really fucking well for you mm -hmm. too. Yes. I think it, and that's what's missing in some of these mm -hmm. definitions. I also like that a definition for in computing, like in the computing industry, vulnerability refers to the inability of a system or a unit to withstand the effects of a hostile environment. Mm. To withstand the effects of a hostile so the, environment. To with the inability to withstand. So not even like fight against, not like to just withstand the effects of a hostile mm. environment. If we think about some of the vulnerability people are feeling right now on this earth, does that not feel like the inability to withstand the effects of a hostile environment. Totally. And what's funny is like, it's, in computing, it's usually considered a virus. You're vulnerable to a virus. And <gasps> like, what's happening here? It's all connected. <laughs> That's our little theme song. Yeah. Um, also, as an adjective, able to be easily physically, emotionally, or mentally hurt, influenced, or attacked. Mm. So that I think is what we were almost refer or how I was referring to like formally, like, I felt vulnerable because I knew that I was sensitive and I was easily emotionally and mentally influenced by other people and hurt by other people. Mm. Yes. Like that was, and that's where I, I didn't even mean when I first put this uh, definition in, but that was almost my first idea of vulnerability was my own self being like, I could feel how much I would shift and change and try to morph for other people and care so much about what other people were caring about. Yeah. So that's what made me feel vulnerable because I felt so unstable in myself. Mm. Yes, these traditional definitions of vulnerability are definitely how we, I feel like unconsciously approach vulnerability, even in ourselves, like when we're not thinking about the good that comes comes with vulnerability, we're sitting there being like, oh my God, I'm easily physically, emotionally, or mentally like hurt, or I could be hurt or influenced by others. And yeah, yeah, I think that is its own like self-reflective vulnerability.
like internal vulnerability versus external vulnerability, if that's how we could phrase it. But that reminded me of an article that I saw yesterday of different types of vulnerability, because there is physical vulnerability, there's emotional, there's financial, there's, there was like four specific Mm -hmm. ones, but that just made me start thinking of like, that's so interesting to kind of illuminate within yourself of where am I vulnerable and where, like, where am I not vulnerable and seeing, kind of seeing the truth in it and being like, am I actually vulnerable here? Or do I just feel vulnerable? And why do I feel vulnerable? Or do I think, or are other people vulnerable here? Right. And am I associating myself? And I feel like I should be with this group. Oh, Hmm. perfect example. Who, well, who was I talking to? Oh, I'm going to remember after this. I think it was my friends when I was like out to brunch. Doesn't matter. But we were talking about like recording and doing the podcast. I was like, yeah, I'm editing. And I was like, yeah, I've like listened to my voice or whatever. And honestly, I know for myself and it's made me feel weird. I'm like, am I a narcissist? But I'm like, I don't mind listening to my voice. One, it sounds so much like my sister's that I can almost sometimes dissociate that I'm like, oh, it's just my sister talking. But I don't, I don't hate listening to my voice. However, I've known and I've heard it and I always hear people like, oh, I hate listening to my voice. Oh, I hate hearing my voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. And I remember getting on one time and feeling vulnerable about how I was sounding, even now because my voice is a little bit deeper because I'm not you know, feeling it. Um, and I was like, wait, no, I'm actually not that vulnerable about mm. my voice. Like that's something that, again, I'm, I'm more intuitive and an empath in the way where I am very aware of what other people are scared of. I'm aware of what people are vulnerable of. Um, and also hearing it with being a coach mm-hmm. too. So it's, it's hard for me sometimes not to take that on and be like, oh, I should be vulnerable about that too. Right. Or for example, public speaking, when other people are like, oh my God, I wouldn't, oh, we have to get up there for 10 minutes. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. And I'm like, dude, 10 minutes, they're, they're going to have to carry me off with a cane. I could do 35 like, I'm not on this getting topic. down. What? Getting down. So I think that's also, yeah, recognizing a, and this is, again, a big thing. Again, we'll talk about with boundaries. Like It's recognizing where you are, where you end and others begin. We are all, of course, connected. And this is like one of my favorite parts of, uh, we'll get, we will get into the Brene Brown and Sonia Renee Taylor podcast episode. It's like, vi- I feel like it's the best viral thing that I'm like, yeah, this is the viral <laughs> nature I want like happening in my media. But um, something that uh, Sonia said, which again, she was like, we are all, even though the system and everything that we've built wants to tell us that we're all individuals and that we're, we're all, you know, our own and, 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 and we've, they've sold it. They've made it sexy to be individualized and be different than everybody else. But it's in a way that's like performative. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, we're all, we're all connected. It's all interdependent. Like we are all connected And that is our strength. But our strength is both knowing that we are connected and inherently knowing that there is no one else on the earth like us. And that is our Mm. strength. Mm -hmm. Simple. So it's leaning into knowing who the fucks you are. Like we share so much more than we have differences. So I think with vulnerability, it, 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 does when I again try to think of this in like the bigger cause like how Mm -hmm. does this again go into self-love how does this go into white supremacy how does Mm -hmm. this go into capitalism it's like 
feeling vulnerable from from other people's judgment, I feel like just shows us how how interdependent we really are and how much we care about mm-hmm. one another, but have been conditioned to yes. not. Well, I think that this is just a perfect place. Like, let's get into Brene Brown. So, <laughs> yeah, Brene Brown has so many good books out, like all on the topic the topics of vulnerability, shame, being brave, and just kind of like leaning into these parts of our lives that we normally suppress and normally run away from. And so specifically, Brene Brown actually has a TED talk called The Power of Vulnerability, which we will put in an episode notes. So Brene Brown's definition of vulnerability is basically a feeling of when you are experiencing uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. And yeah, I love how she talks about it basically being the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. And so we don't get to experience those parts of life if we step away from vulnerability. We can only experience the best parts of life, which are that love, the joy, the connectedness, the belonging. Mm -hmm. Those things allow us Mm -hmm. to, those things require vulnerability to experience them. And that is the mind boggling part of stuff like this is like vulnerability feels so scary, but it actually is that thing that we all need. It's the ticket. It is the ticket. I was just going to finish that because we have the quote here and I just think she says it so Mm -hmm. perfectly. She says, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Mm. And it's what it's a, you summarized it perfectly, but I just love, cause I was looking at it and reading it again right now. And I'm like, it's, this, it's obviously, it's so obviously when you really tune in and like take a moment and tune into like the last time you felt vulnerable you know that within that well of vulnerability, that was the source of hope. That's where the same part where you're like, but it could be good. It could be this. The source of empathy for any other person you can feel going through this. You're like, oh my gosh, I understand. I felt that before. Accountability to yourself to show up, to say, I feel vulnerable. I'm going to do it anyway because I said, I promise this to myself. I love myself this much. Mm -hmm and authenticity like your vote I feel like that's when you can see your vulnerability as the ticket that you are as she says like stepping out of your comfort zone something that forces you to lose control and to loosen your control at least that that can be scary but it's that's where hope is that's where your authentic I feel like that's where you kind of unlock your authentic expression of living because you're doing it like mm-hmm. wheels off. Like, I don't know, but you know what? I trust myself that I can handle whatever situation comes to me. Yes. And this vulnerability is just a cool reminder that I am a badass and I'm doing something new. And I'm releasing control. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be the weakness. 
and the risk and the you know all yes. that like all that Brene Brown says vulnerability is not a weakness it's our most accurate measure of courage and so Brene usually mm-hmm. she Brene really goes into the difference between courage and bravery in her books and her TED talks and her podcast but I also like to bring in rather than bravery confidence because I think a lot of the time we associate courage and confidence mm-hmm. with the same thing but courage yeah and Brene actually talks about this in the TED talk of courage the root of that word is like heart so it's like basically having a full heart mm-hmm. and so vulnerability we vulnerability requires us to have a lot of courage have a full heart whereas confidence comes after you use courage and you utilize your vulnerability and mm-hmm. then that confidence comes into play because you start to build experiences that feel good to you right so I think the biggest thing that Brene really goes into is like it allows us to connect with each other we yep. cannot vulnerability is allowing yourself to be seen by everyone around you and I love that because that terrifies yep. me <laughs> I hate being mm-hmm. seen I want to do my own thing be left alone I want I sometimes wish I could go through world with an invisibility cloak on I'm like let me just like get through this Mm. and it's like no that you don't get to have beautiful connections you don't get to meet the amazing old man at the coffee shop Mm. who wants to show you photos of his trips to the Sierra Nevadas like if you are invisible what (laughs) exactly like these you're right you would miss miss out on that and that sounds like a stupid thing to miss (laughs) out on what I love that you're like what on your life yeah we didn't have to talk about this before I'm like wait who's this old man <laughs> who's he exactly like those things you miss out on when you refuse to be vulnerable you refuse to allow yourself to be seen by others and it all comes back to we are so afraid to be vulnerable because we're so afraid that we're not going to be accepted and we're not going to be loved and I love Brene brings in the tie between all these things those of us who are afraid to be vulnerable are those who lack a sense of worthiness and those who are willing to Mm -hmm. be vulnerable believe that they're worthy of being loved they believe that they will be fine through it Mm -hmm. all and like i love that that ties into our worthiness episode and deserving episode yep and so those of us who can believe that we will be loved and accepted by those who need to love and accept us allows us to be vulnerable in every single way and to know that, okay, if I'm not loved and accepted by those that I'm around, then I either, I first give myself compassion and love that I'm standing here speaking my truth and then find Mm -hmm. those that do love and accept you and offer you that support so that you can be vulnerable. Ah, that was very well said, all of that. I I do feel like it, it truly is, again, what we talked about with our deserving episode, we are all innately worthy of love and a lot of other things, but love. And if you know that to be true, and again, like our favorite thing to say, like if you knew that you were always loved and supported, what would you do? It's like, if when we start to act out of a place of that, out of, we know our worthiness, we know we're worthy of love. And we know that whatever we do will be supported and loved after that. What would we do when we can act from that heart space, that courageous heart space? I think that's what's 
absolutely necessary, like critical and critical need right now. And I love that you were talking about opening up to be seen because it's, we, it's kind of like a, not a dark thought, but I think about it where it's like so much, I remember getting to Denmark and being like, I can't hide anymore. <laughs> like, and that was one of the places, and I've, and I've definitely been out of my shell in the past, like since, you know, college and stuff, you know, of course we grow up, but this was the time I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to even pretend to fit in here. Yes, of course, by my looks, but also by just so many mm-hmm. other things. And like, that's where I had to loosen the grip and be like, I feel really vulnerable because now I'm being seen. And now I'm like, oh, okay, so now I get to choose how I like, not even choose how I'm seen, but give a damn how I'm representing myself. Mm. And that I think is the responsibility and the accountability is like, you are seen, you are connected. And if you want meaningful situations and to make meaningful connections, you have to give a damn about making those. And that means giving a damn about yourself and not using vulnerability as an excuse. Yes. And also to that, talking about letting yourself be seen. This was one of the points I put is fucking unlearning and being act like, for example, actively anti-racist. What are people saying? It's like, um, like white, white, uh, what, what is it? White privilege, white guilt, white, uh, white toast, white fragility, white supremacy. What is it now? What else you guys? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not at all. So it, it, it was white fragility though. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. It was white fragility. What I was talking about. But um, white fragility, it, but that's where a lot of the white allies are telling their other white allies, like, y'all, we're going to make mistakes. And everybody, I will say everybody, we're going to make mistakes. I feel like I'm making mistakes constantly. I know I'm not, but I feel that comes to me and I feel like I am. But that is the vulnerable part is opening ourselves up to be challenged, mm-hmm. opening ourselves up and to, to be challenged. Yes right? To be challenged, yes. But also, it's like the, again, the favorite meme that's been going around. It's like with the Spongebob, like up and down lettering of like, oh, agree to disagree. It's like, yeah, bitch, about pizza toppings, not about like race and social justice. It's that same thing where it's like, yes, you do. It takes vulnerability to open yourself up to be challenged and to learn and to say, yes, you know, I, I did, I said that and I mean to, and I'm doing better. Like it, that takes vulnerability and that's absolutely needed. And like, that is the fucking courage we need right now. Mm. But it also, it's vulnerable to look inside and to know your worthiness enough to say, I am not engaging in this conversation to know when to protect your own energy. And again, this is where we're going to go into boundaries, but it's like, to minimize your vulnerability too. It's like, sometimes we feel like then you kind of chase it and you feel like you need to be in every situation and you need to have every comment back. And sometimes it's also being vulnerable is knowing that you're worthy and your opinion is your opinion. And, and that is absolutely okay without anybody else knowing it right now. (laughs) Like you don't have to make a comment. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do this. You can just sit with that and let that vulnerability just sit because I think a lot of people act out in vulnerability and that's also not a cute look. Mm -hmm. So again, it's all about temperance. It's all about knowing how to navigate your own internal vulnerability and external vulnerability and learn Mm -hmm. from it. 
and know when it's for your good, know when it's telling you to kind of step back. Yeah. And I think the last thing that I won't go too deep into, into this concept, Brene Brown does a great job, but I will just say she, so she brings in the concept of shame and how shame is the fear of Mm -hmm. disconnection. The idea that I won't be worthy of connection if I do something that somebody else does not like. And so that shame is Mm. so connected to vulnerability because we're so afraid to be vulnerable because we're so afraid to experience fear uh experience shame experience that fear of disconnection and to me being vulnerable if we're never vulnerable and we constantly just live with shame and never act in the ways that we actually feel that we want to act in the people that we're supposed to, who are supposed to see us at our fullest won't ever get to see us at our fullest. We will never fully be able to experience love or belonging or trust or joy or connection or creativity. We'll never truly be seen. Exactly. And, and I think at the bottom of it, if ever, I think most people, I'm going to, I'm going to wager 98.9% of this whole entire earth really if you thought about it, never actually being seen for who you are, I feel like that's the number one. I, yes. The number one pit stomach. And I think that's, this is a whole other topic, but it's just knowing the psychological effects of that and how so many people who have had depression, like suffer from depression or anxiety or, or have thought about or have actually taken their own lives Mm -hmm. a lot of that cause if you look at a connection a lot of that has been from not feeling seen or feeling connected to others Mm -hmm. or even connected to themselves and I'm not again I'm not I'm a researcher like Brene Brown not to the effect right now but I'm just saying in my opinion again if you whittle it down at the source, we are like, we're all connected, right? We're all inherently connected as humans. So when we feel like we are never seen for who we truly are, despite how we might look, despite who we might love, despite where we, where we fall on this earth, like for all of these reasons, inside and outside of ourselves, I think that's the thing that like crushes, would crush my sphere quicker than anything. I would even go a step further and say not only do we want to be seen we want to be accepted as who we truly are and that's where I feel like I'm gonna stop you right there though because with the I love this part with Brene Brown and Sony Renee Taylor she was like yeah okay we talked about accepted she was like accept I I'm not gonna do the whole quote because you guys just listened to it but she basically is like accepted as like on the way to radical self-love where I'm going. Like it's a stop along the way. There's some things that you accept. She's like, I don't want to be accepted. I want to be loved. Yes. And I guess that's not the word, but I definitely think yeah. there's like a desire because I say that because it's like others can be seen or like others can see you or like understand. It's not acceptance. It's like understanding. Like you want to be understood as to like, why I feel like it comes to like the why I don't even I'm going to challenge you on that too and say I don't even care at this point if you understand me I just I would rather if you loved me over understanding me because that 
because I think that's where empathy comes in is so many people want to say like I oh I understand where you come from and it's like you might never understand my you might never be able to conceptualize because understand also I feel like is put on paper oh yes this is the I barely understand my experience so I don't I'm not expecting other people to fully understand everything I do that would be way too much brain power for them what I do want is that they love me enough that whatever I choose to do does not affect how much or how little they love me. And I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have responded like this if I hadn't listened to the podcast, but really going with it, I was like, yeah, it go cause love, it just surpasses it all. And it also like encompasses all where it's like, again, if we could just love each other without, now I'm not saying I'll take understanding. Oh, I'll take it. If you understand me, if you could, cool. But I think that's where people stop in is like, I want to understand everything about your experience. It's like, sweetie, that's great. Let's do that after you help me get my right. Right. And just know, and like, just trust me on this, that like, you could use your privilege or you could use your voice in this way. And okay. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, let's that, get to a global understanding absolutely. of everybody. I think you know what I mean? that's where I'm sitting here and like thinking, I'm like, I definitely have a completely definition of understanding compassion and love and empathy like those four things are always together mm. for me so I'm like okay that is where understanding and like understanding and want to analyze and have these reasons to back things up that to me isn't understanding and could I even describe what understanding is to me right now probably not so I do I understand where you what you're saying of like there is it's just like it comes down <laughs> to love it comes down to wanting so the words that I'm trying to use there is wanting to be loved for being seen because I don't think it's that we just want to be seen I feel like there's right. like this like we right. want more than just being seen because people see each other all the time and it's like that isn't what we want we we want to be seen and loved for whatever being for shown. however we yeah, are yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. that whatever for whatever is being shown and I think that uh, that's <sighs> mm -hmm. That is a tall order to love whatever is being shown. Absolutely. That just comes back to unconditional it's, love. Like, like Sonia said, it's simple. It's, it's simple, simple but, but it that's how, easy. that, it, that's what makes it, that's what makes it complex mm -hmm. is that it's so simple. It's like, no, you just have to love everything and you know, love everyone and accept everyone. It's like, oh, that's so, oh, that's, that's it. Can't we just close this? Oh, we and that, can get see, this that tomorrow. to me right Wrap there is understanding. Like for me, when I understand someone, I don't even have to know. I'm like, I don't need to. It's so different. I'm like just realizing how different I just mm. I use the word understanding. Because I feel like my super. See, I, I feel like that's empathy. Maybe, but I also I feel like the usage of empathy is so overused. So I don't really ever. I don't connect to that word yeah. as much. But it is more of like, it's more of like a redefining empathy coming up next. <laughs> Clairsentient knowing and understanding regardless. <laughs> like, I digress. I think that that's kind of like our own job that when we recognize that we all desire that empathy and love for when we show ourselves to people to receive that back. I invite us all to maybe offer that empathy more often when we notice other people are being vulnerable or a moment where like vulnerability is a possibility and a potential. Can we start to offer empathy and understanding to each other 
and be like, oh, okay, this person is being vulnerable or identifying when people are in vulnerable states and noticing that maybe in the past we would kind of let that uh, push their vulnerability away and be, cause I feel like this has a lot to do with like how our society works. We ignore when people are in vulnerable states, we ignore our own vulnerability, which causes us to ignore when people around us are being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when we start mm-hmm. to identify our own vulnerability, it's kind of the ultimate golden rule. Like when they say treat others the way you wish to be treated. Yeah. In the most basic of needs, being vulnerable requires us to, and I'm not saying we should rely on the empathy and external to be the thing that gives us the the courage to be vulnerable. But I do think that that switch allows us to create an environment where vulnerability can actually thrive and vulnerability is encouraged. And that allows for more self-growth and more evolution because without vulnerability, there's no self-growth and there's no mm-hmm. evolution. Okay. I have an, I, I, I'll leave with like my one tip to the peeps, but I just have to say this. Cause when you were talking about like how we react to other people's vulnerability, I immediately was like codependent relationships because how many times do you, or, or you even see like with child, child bearing and child rearing too, (laughs) isn't it rearing and bearing? Bearing is actually giving, rearing is, okay. You guys know, I don't bearing or rearing yet. It's like the whole thing of like, let the baby cry for a little bit. It's the whole helicopter parents where, we want to save people like as soon as, and I could imagine when your baby is in like a vulnerable position or you see someone in a vulnerable position, people either, like you said, ignore it or they can overextend mm. it. And as soon as there's a eh, cry, they're like, boom, here, here, I'll do everything so that you never have to be vulnerable mm. again. And that is also what gets people in trouble and codependent relationships on either side where then people are not allowed to grow their own courage and confidence that comes from being vulnerable because being vulnerable, that's how I feel like we get trained that vulnerability Mm -hmm. is bad. I was protected for all of my life. And like, I was conditioned to think that anytime I feel this little bit of vulnerability, like that means something bad can happen. That means I need to be saved. That means I need to like (gasps) call out the alarms. And that, and that sometimes on the other end is someone else saying like, yeah, absolutely. Like I see how vulnerable you are and I never want you to be like that. So, and in the best way we're stunting other people's Mm -hmm. growth. Yes. That's such a good point. It's like the delicate balance. We're not, don't run from it, but also don't save people from it. I'm just temperance Terry. Um, That's that's my dragon. (laughs) Now introducing to the stage Temperance Terry, and I'm just constantly like Libra scales or like just, I constantly just have like level and I go, I go to like my, my songs like level up or something. Like I'm trying to, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll workshop it. Um, I'll get, get, get Derek on the phone. We'll workshop it. Okay. So, but mm-hmm. I would say for my tip, so that's external. I definitely go with you is like, notice how you are reacting to other people's vulnerability, number yes. one, and then to bring it I'd say first to bring it back in is notice how you're reacting to your own vulnerability. Are you sounding the alarm saying <laughs> like I was where I was like sending that and I was sending the alarms like, wait, bitch, why are you actually <laughs> opening yourself up 
to be red to shreds right. right now. Oh, wait, 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 Candace, you agreed to do this. This is absolutely great. This is absolutely fine. This is how you're going to grow. You can handle what's on the other side of this comment. And at least you're going to know what you can fix. You're going to be in a better position. Yes, you're losing control, but you know what? Now you're done with it. And now you can enjoy your day because you're not going to stress about it because you're, that's a beautiful loss of control. Thank you for losing that control. Thank you, vulnerability. Boom. Notice how you're reacting to it. If you're finding yourself on either side where you're trying to like save yourself and dampen it and like put it out as soon as it comes up. Or if you're like, boom, like, let me do everything that's, let me just do it and get it out without thinking about it, without knowing if it's truly what you need to be expressing mm -hmm. right now. Just map, map your own relationship with vulnerability. Mm. I'm excited you know, to do it myself. Vulnerability mapping. I love it. Vulnerability mapping. I love this. I genuinely, I mean, I am chilling in my um, bra and comfy pants on my couch talking to Nicole. We're doing similar Absolutely. things. Um, when you're, when you're chatting with us, because we, we want it. This, we encourage it. We want this to be a conversation and feel like you guys are just here with us, like rambling and looking through things and being like, okay, how can we make sense of this? How can we just be a little bit more aware and be a little bit better and also like have fun and laugh doing it so we don't cry too, too much, much at least but a good cry Again, balance temperance terry is always. here balance temperance terry is here and uh, she's ready to perform she's ready to entertain yeah. for for this episode at least um yay well thank you guys so this much so for being with us and ooh, do make sure if you are enjoying our podcast and our episodes please uh subscribe and also rate us yes. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening so we can it'll just help us get some more well viewers and <laughs> listeners um I guess I Freudian slipped <laughs> because we are going to more things to view soon yeah. we will be launching a conscious consideration patreon so we're going to have some extra bonuses some extra episodes behind the scenes we're going to start a book club I'm so excited um getting into some really good readings and educations maybe even doing some courses down the line. Nicole is going to be doing some meditations, astrological energy reports, some horoscopes. It's going to be a ball, <laughs> a ball. A, an absolute ball. So um, we'll definitely let you guys know all about that in the upcoming mm -hmm. week. Yeah, I think that's, that's really it. <laughs> My Candace covered it all. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. <laughs> I I think this is gonna be really good and my monotone <laughs> self. I'm like I love oh, it. Is, that's all I have to say is I love it. <laughs> I love it. You guys drink. I love it. Love you so much. Stay tuned for more bonus things and take care of yourself. Lean into vulnerability. That's where the magic happens. That where where the magic is. Where your magic is. Where the world's magic is. And uh, we'll chat with you soon. Bye guys. <laughs>